Want to navigate your way from book idea to bestseller and beyond? You're in the right place. Listen in for interviews with industry experts and inspiring authors who are making their mark in the world of independent publishing. Get ready for down-to-earth, actionable advice and insights from those who know the business best. Welcome to the She Gets Published podcast. Here's your host, best-selling author, transformational book coach, and indie publishing mentor, Lynette Pottle. Welcome back. I'm your host, Lynette Pottle. I know you'll be intrigued by today's guest. I met her recently through an Instagram post, but knew immediately I wanted to introduce her to you. Meet Allison Rockhold. Allison believes in the power of the written word and loves helping people write books. As a ghostwriter and book coach, she works closely with authors to guide them through the book writing process. She lives with her husband in Houston, Texas, and feels pretty darn blessed to do what she loves every day. In this conversation, we're pulling back the curtain to demystify another often talked about but frequently misunderstood option in the world of books, ghostwriting. Allison's bringing her passion to us here at the She Gets Published community to address misconceptions about ghostwriters, talk about who's best matched to work with a ghostwriter, and how to prepare to work with a ghostwriter. <laughs> I know, juicy, right? So let's get to it and dive right in. Hey, Allison, I am stoked to welcome you to the show. So one of the things that I, conversations that come up all the time, there's this, this mystery and allure that comes with the conversation of ghostwriting. And so when we met online and I saw you were a ghostwriter, it's like, oh my gosh, I have got to talk to Allison and have her on the show. So we are going to dive into this juicy topic around I think let's start with, you probably come up against some misconceptions around what ghostwriting is. So maybe we could start there and you could help explain what is ghostwriting and what does a ghostwriter do? Absolutely. Um, it's one of my favorite topics. So thank you for giving <laughs> me time to talk about it. And I definitely get that deer in the headlights look when I tell people I'm a ghostwriter. They're like, what in the world does that mean? Um, so happy to clear it up. Um, so one of the biggest misconceptions is people think that a ghostwriter is just going to, you're going to give them a topic, you know, they're going to say, okay, Allison, write a book about, um, you know, being a fitness trainer, and then I'm going to go and just write a whole book. Um, and they don't understand that it's, it's a partnership, that it's a, it's a collaboration. It's somebody's, um, idea, their baby, and I'm just helping them birth it, right? I'm, I'm the midwife really is what a ghostwriter is just, um, cheering someone on, learning about the book, helping somebody to make that process as smooth and easy as possible um, so that they can bring something to the world that most of the time they've been dreaming about for years. Um, they have this passion, this dream to write a book, and I just help them help make that possible for them, walk alongside them. Um, with my process, we meet once a week um, for about six months. So it is definitely a, a meeting, a collaboration. Right. So you really facilitate the process. It isn't that you are writing the whole story on its own, but I'm imagining you're probably helping the author pull out stories or pull out details, um, ask probing questions. Is that something, do you ask a lot of questions as a ghostwriter? 
<laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, in fact, I had one of my past clients tell me that that was my superpower was asking the right question and listening for the answer. Um, mm. So that definitely comes into play, um, really having a, a sixth sense about, you know, oh, tell me a little bit more about that. Or, you know, I noticed that you mentioned courage three times. Can you bring that together for me? And how does that affect your life? Um, so really listening extremely closely with that ear um, to make connections and help the author um, bring those ideas together. And I just love when an author says, oh my gosh, you're, you're right. I didn't even you know, think about it that way. Or they see, I help them see their ideas in a new light and bring them together um, in new ways. So that's definitely a lot of ghostwriting. I love that. And so if you're facilitating the process, it sounds like still, even though you're writing the words, really, it's that individual, the author that you're working with, it's their intellectual property, their lived experiences, and you're enhancing it. Would that be fair? That's absolutely fair. And I would say that would bring me to another misconception. People think, you know, as a ghostwriter that I wish my name was on the book, you know, that I just <laughs> feel so sad that I don't get the credit. And I tell people all the time, I, I don't deserve to have my name on the book. I don't want my name on the book. This is their baby. This is their dream, their passion, their knowledge. Um, I'm just helping them put it in book form, um, but it, it originates from them and it is theirs. And so I'm, you know, my name's on the check that the client writes me. That's all I need my name on. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So there's no hard feelings. There's no resentment around that. It's really the pride that you take in helping other people tell their story, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. I tell all my clients, your story matters, your words matter. Uh, and I just feel honored to be part of the process of helping people bring that to a wider audience through a book. Yeah. And so I think also one of the things that uh, questions that comes up that I hear is like with a ghostwriter, does that mean their name shows up as a co-author? And what mm -hmm. you're just saying there is no in your case, at least, and I'm assuming there's probably some variations from ghostwriter to ghostwriter, just like any mm -hmm. industry professional, there's some um, nuance there. But generally speaking, it's, it's the person telling the story, it's their story who takes credit on the cover of the book. Yes, exactly. And most authors I work with, they'll maybe put me in the acknowledgments. They'll thank me um, mm -hmm. for, for helping them with their book. And that always, you know, makes me feel really happy and proud, but I, I don't expect that. Um, I, like you said, the joy comes from me in knowing that I've helped someone else um, bring their passion, bring their um, expertise um, to, to a book. And so, yeah, I'm not expecting my name to be on there. And most other ghostwriters I work with don't put their name on the book, but there are some that do that will come more like co-author. Sure, sure. And it's nice to be able to tailor that to the individual. And speaking of tailoring to the individual, I'm wondering what, so if I'm going to hire a ghostwriter to be on my professional team, that's how I would think of it, hiring somebody to be on my professional team, how would I best prepare for even like approaching that conversation, knowing, knowing what to bring to the table? Hmm. That's, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think when, when a client comes to me, I'm looking for somebody that has really thought through what they're wanting to write the book about. They have a, a pretty clear idea. And of course, we're going to, I'm going to pull things out. I'm going to ask questions. Um, but it's something that they've, they have some expertise on um, that they can, can bring to the table. 
you know, sometimes it's even maybe they have other books that they've read on the topic or um, other sources to go through, go to for more information. Um, so having kind of those, your ideas, your ducks in a row sort of um, can help facilitate the process when you reach out to a ghostwriter. Um, and then finding someone that's really going to be a personality fit. I think that's a huge part of it. Um, because I spend so much time, we spend so much time together, you know, an hour a week for six months. Um, we, we've got to like talking to each other. We've got to like <laughs> um, spending time together. And so, you know, I always do a good, um, you know, 30 minute discovery call before I work with someone because we got to make sure that it's a fit on both ends that, that we click. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's not unlike coaching in many ways. I mean, it's, there are some similarities there, it sounds like between ghostwriting and coaching and really helping to bring the best out in an individual mm -hmm. to get their story told. So can you tell us a little bit more about the actual process? You talked about meeting with people weekly and you're talking mm -hmm. for an hour. So is, do you write the whole story? That's kind of what I would have thought. You, you write it all and then it comes back to me, but it sounds like that's probably not how it works. Can you shed some light <laughs> on what that process looks like? Yeah. And like you said before, every ghostwriter works differently, but I've made a, a very clear, streamlined three-step um, process to write a book. And my first step I call finding clarity. And we spend a, like two to three weeks at the beginning getting really clear on who's the target audience? What are their pain points? I do some market research for the client, seeing what else is out there and how they can set their book apart um, from the rest. And so we, we get really clear at the beginning on what this book's about, who's it for. Um, and then after we take that time, then we move into the writing phase. That's step two. Um, and that's, we do about a chapter a week with most clients. So we talk for an hour, three or four days later, I send them the chapter. Um, they give their edits, their feedback, uh, whatever changes they want. We go toss it back and forth. Um, and then we jump on another call and start the next chapter. Once we get all the way through the end, we have the whole book written, hooray. Um, then it's time to move into step three, which is the editing phase. And uh, I have a wonderful editor on my team who comes in and brings that really helpful third set of eyes and helps get everything all polished and prepped and, and ready to go. You're listening to the She Gets Published podcast with Lynette Pottle. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe. Okay, that sounds amazing. And so someone really is involved and immersed. It's a big commitment to write yeah. your book with a ghostwriter, just as big a commitment as it is to write on your own. It sounds like it's mm -hmm. it's about having a partner that can help pull the best out of you and do the mm -hmm. physical writing part. Um, but you're still yeah. working really hard. Yeah, I'd say most clients, I tell them that they need to commit to about one to two hours a week. Um, and that will be including our one hour meeting and then giving whatever editing and feedback between sessions. And sometimes they think we might need to do a little preparing before our session. Um, so I tell people, if you have one to two hours a week um, for the next six months, then we can get your book written. Yeah, I love that. And the other thing is the commonality. It's really not, it's bringing in an additional person to help you with the writing, but the process is very similar to what it's going to be mm -hmm. if you're writing your book solo or if you're writing your book with a book coach. It's still that same kind of process. You need to think about your audience first and foremost and who you're trying to serve with this work before you mm -hmm. write a word on the page. Yes, absolutely. 
I was just going to say, I feel like that's a step that a lot of first-time authors miss um, because they're just so excited to jump in and share their ideas and their words, and they don't take the time to pause and think about who's on the other side of the screen or who's on the other side of the book and get really clear on that target audience before they start writing. And so that's something that um, I feel like working with a book coach or working with a ghostwriter can, can help you take that really important first step. Yeah, it is so critical because yes, it's our lived experience and it's our story, but at the same token, once you put the words out, they're no longer, you're writing for the reader. You're not writing for yourself when you're publishing that book, you're writing for the reader and how you, the tone that you take or the stories that you share are going to depend on who that ultimate, who is your ideal reader. So such an important step. Let's talk a little bit about, so maybe somebody's listening and their ears are really perked up and it's like, okay, maybe I could get behind this ghostwriting thing. Um, you know, because sometimes people are concerned, is it, does it, is it not as validating because I didn't really write it? And I would say listening, number one, to what you've said here, just in a very short amount of time, it's still your work. There's still everything to be proud of. It's not, um, it's, it's not a shortcut, really. It's, about, it's, it's just another way of accomplishing the same goal. I was going to say, I tell people that we're going to um, write a powerful and authentic book that you're proud to put your name on. Um, that's that's one of my promises, that it will be authentic to who they are and that they will be able to put their name on it, knowing that they fully brought them their full self to the project. Yeah. And you've been doing this for a while. And so I'm thinking you've probably encountered a lot of different types of people and personalities, and you've probably mm -hmm. created some guidelines for yourself, thinking about who who are the best people, best candidates maybe for ghostwriting? Not to say that it couldn't work for many people, but who do you find typically has finds the most success through the ghostwriting process? Uh, such a great question. I would say the first thing that I look for is somebody that is really passionate and knowledgeable about their topic. Um, so somebody that I work with a lot of uh, pastors, uh, coaches, nonprofit leaders, people that ha have a real desire to impact the world through their work, and they're very knowledgeable and passionate about it. So I would say that that would be the first thing. And then somebody that's willing to, to make the investment of time and money. You know, we talked about before um, kind of for my process, what the amount of time it takes and that it is a monetary investment as well. So really, those are kind of the two main things, the, the passion and knowledge and the willingness to make an investment uh, that makes someone a great uh, ghostwriting client for me. I love that. And then. I have to ask, just for those curious minds like mine out there in listener land, um, it's really interesting to me, how did you find your way to this path of ghostwriting? <laughs> um, so I actually started my career as a physician assistant. Um, I worked for 10 years as a PA internationally. Um, I was in Haiti, Zambia, and Tanzania. Um, and so that was my, that was my world, but on the side, I was always, I had my own blog. I was writing newsletters to people back home, emails, had a website. I just loved to write. It was a hobby. Um, and then in 2020, uh, early 2020, my husband and I, um, took what we thought was going to be a two week vacation, um, to Tanzania to visit some friends and, uh, the borders closed around us and we were stuck oh there goodness. for five months. <laughs> wow. 
So we had a lot of time on our hands um, with nothing to do. Um, and so I really started writing a lot during that time. And I had this light bulb moment one day, my husband, I came out of my room and my husband said, you know, I can always tell when you've been writing because you look so joyful. And I thought, mm. aha, <laughs> this is something that's inside of me. This is my passion. This is my gifting. This is something I love to do. Why would I waste any more time doing this PA work that just doesn't fulfill me? Um, why wouldn't I take the leap and, and do this? And so the very first writing job I got was help with a nonprofit. And I was doing their blogs and newsletters and emails, the things I knew how to do. Um, and after about six months, the CEO said to me, you know what, Allison, I'm writing a book um, and I want you to help me with it. And I said, mm. oh, I, I don't know. I can't write a book. I, I'm not sure. And she said, yes, you can. And we're going to do it together. And she was literally my first ghostwriting client um, without either of us knowing it. And I just, I loved it. It was so much fun. And I really felt like I found my calling, my niche. And so I just, um, it just took it from there. And I'm so, so grateful for her because, uh, yeah, I get to do what I love every day now. I love that story. And I think so many people can relate. Maybe it's not ghostwriting or being in that particular um, industry, but 2020, right? That was a pivotal, that year, I think will stand out for many of us as we really took stock of what it was that we were doing before the world kind of shut down with the pandemic. And I love that you tapped into your joy. Um, that tells me everything about you, really, to be able to tap into your joy and to be able to be of service to others in that way is really an incredible gift. Yes. Well, thank you for pulling back the curtain and helping everyone understand a little bit more about ghostwriting and understanding maybe if they've been getting in their own way about writing their book, maybe a ghostwriter, maybe taking that step is the avenue to be able to get their work out into the world and demystifying it. I think with the whole publishing industry, writing, publishing, the whole works, um, there's so much mystery around it. And the more we can talk about it, that's why I love having amazing women like you on the show to be able to pull back that curtain and help educate our listeners about all that's possible. There's more than one way to accomplish the goal. And so many of us out there doing our bits, our, our gifts, using our gifts to help move those books forward. So thank you for being here. Um, in addition to sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and your story here with us that you also brought with you today a gift for our listeners. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I have a free gift for your listeners that I'm so happy to share. It is called Three Things Every Author Needs to Know Before You Write Your First Word. And it really delves into what we talked about earlier about um, understanding who your target audience is, what their pain points are, and how you're going to address them. And so it's a, it's a PDF that has space for you to, to fill in and write and really get super clear on who your audience is so that you can write a book that speaks directly to them. Love it. Thank you for that generosity and sharing that. I know that many will take you up on your offer. That's fantastic. And for those that maybe don't feel ready to um, opt in for your gift at the moment, how could they find you, follow you on social? Where's the best places to stay in touch with you, Allison? So I'm on Instagram at Allison, A-L-Y-S-O-N, Rockhold. 
And um, that's the best place to follow me. You can also jump on my website, kind of learn more about me, alisonrockhold.com. Fantastic. And all that information will be in the show notes. It'll be easy for you to find. Don't worry if you don't have a pencil right now to write it down. You can go back to that. Allison, thank you again for being here, for shining a light on ghostwriting, for helping us understand the process and also giving encouragement to those that are thinking about the possibilities of getting their book out into the world in maybe a non-traditional way. So thank you so much for taking time to be with us. Absolutely. It was such a joy to talk with you. Thank you for all that you're doing to promote women in the publishing field and in the book world. It was so much fun and I really appreciate it. That's a wrap for this week's episode. We can't wait to hear how you put what you learned today into action. Remember, the journey from book idea to bestseller and beyond is within your reach. Keep writing, keep learning, and keep pushing forward on your path to becoming the published author you aspire to be. And for more tips and encouragement to support you on the journey, follow us on Instagram at at SheGetsPublished. On behalf of your host, Lynette Pottle, thanks for being a part of the She Gets Published community. See you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.